So the day has finally arrived. I started this podcast nine months ago, hoping that by speaking to wise fellow travellers and the properly batshit crazy Karen McKenzie, that I would learn how to be 60. But now I am about to find out for myself. And I'm wondering how to be 60. It's scaring the shit out of me. Yes, I, Kay Rintoul Adams, born on the 28th of December, 1962. I'm now 60 years of age. I'm a momentous day. But even then, Karen McKenzie couldn't let me have my moment. Ever since she was accepted for the Gifted Theatre Players, fame <laughs> has gone to her head and she has become a shameless attention seeker. This very day of my 60th year on earth, she left me waiting for an hour and a half. Oh, my God. Well, I had a little bit of work to do in Inverness, so I'm up in Abbey Moor just now. Uh, and a little bit of work doing in Inverness. Fueled up, got some fuel in Inverness, and on the way back, you couldn't even see out the back window. Oh, my God, the smoke was coming out. So <laughs> had to phone the rescue services, and that took an hour and a half. It's blinking freezing here. And that is it. And and just got in the door. So not organised. And this is not the way I wanted it to be, Kate. Honest to God, it's not. <laughs> Who has a car I wanted that breaks to be down? Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Who it, has a car that breaks down these days, for God's sake? I tell you, it was me that was breaking down. I was on the verge <laughs> of a breakdown. It was horrible. It was horrible. But anyway, here we are. Happy birthday. How does Thank it you. feel? Oh, do you know what? I'm, well, I'm in Spain at the moment. Um, so we came out here for Christmas um, because, as you know, I didn't want any big kind of fuss about it. But not because I'm like miserable or depressed about it. It's just I, I'm, I've just never, ever been like a big occasion person because I always think, you know, once you sort of build up to a particular day, it never really um you know, lives up to expectations. So I'm having the loveliest time. I'm in Spain. The sun is shining. It's really warm. Um, just long walks. So up, I got up this morning early-ish for me, um, went to spin class. Ah, um, oh, my God. Um, which was good, which was good. Um, and I thought, good, I'm keeping up with all these young things, um, despite the fact that I'm so old, so I'm getting very competitive. Um, then we went for a lovely breakfast, then we went for a lovely walk along the beach, and uh, we're going to go out for dinner tonight. So it's me, Ian, uh, Charlie and Bonnie, the four of us. The only one that's missing is my gorgeous bee, oh, my doggy, but I can't have her with me. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And it sounds like, well, it sounds like you're having a lovely day. It sounds like you actually have accepted that you are now 60 and things don't feel any different. Can I just take you back to how you felt at your last birthday when you turned 59 and how much you were dreading today? Yeah, I suppose so. Uh, was I? Was I dreading it? Oh my God, remember. you made a blinking podcast about dreading to be oh, 60. So I did. <laughs> So that's the memory gone. Thank you. So I did, so I did. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, the last nine months of the podcast, um, actually, I'm so glad I did it. Well, I'm so glad I did it for a whole host of reasons because it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and we've spoken to lots of interesting people, haven't we? Um, I mean, obviously, I've had to put up with you and your nonsense, but there you go, you can't have everything in life. Um, 
we've had some great emails um and actually just reflecting on something um rather than allowing yourself just to get into tailspin about you know I, I don't know a sort of shadowy sinister thing and actually looking at it and pulling it out and and thinking about it is is has been good does that make sense maybe it doesn't um I did a little Instagram post today because I was trying to sort of collect my thoughts and I I think I'm in danger of being profound, but I thought I want to, I've always been a climber in life. I've always sort of been quite ambitious and and wanted to get to the top of whatever bloody tree that I think I'm trying to get the top of. Um, And I think the last nine months have really made me think, do you know what? What what tree am I climbing? I don't know what tree I'm climbing. Um, where is it getting me? Mm-hmm. Actually, the branch that I'm on is really quite a nice branch. This is a lovely here. little branch. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm going to focus on growing rather than climbing. Very profound. Does that make sense? Does that yes. make sense? And I did see your post, and it's probably answered a lot of many of the questions that I'm going to ask you today, but I'm going to ask you them anyway for anyone okay. that's seen your post. So, yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was, it was revealing and it was, you've been very open, I have to say, because I've slanked you over the last eight months <laughs> on social media and about your time that you spend on it. But actually, yeah, you've been very open the last couple of weeks about your feelings. Mm. Yeah, which in itself I think is very brief and and yeah strong and I'm, I'm enjoying that honest I guess is what I'm trying to say yeah very honest Great. well I think I haven't don't you think that we've kind of noticed that in terms of some of the people that we've spoken to that you do get to a certain age and it's like you don't have any reputation to protect anymore well or, or say I mean that sounds a bit desperate what I mean but you are what you are and I think and I'm not talking about being famous or anything like that but you know the whole thing keeping up with the Joneses as people go through their lives they like to keep up a certain um sense of appearances or, or whatever and they they feel they have to protect that quite um strongly whereas I don't know you just maybe get to a stage that you think well do you know what this is it like it or lump it um not in a belligerent sense but you know, just in a sense it's of acceptance, acceptance, acceptance yeah. of who you are, and and saying to everyone else, "This is who I am." Take it or leave it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, like the looks thing, you've got to get over that because, yeah, you're going to try and look as good as you can for your age if you've got health, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But you know, yeah, you're I not completely on the same level. Back to those legs, key your dad's legs. They My are dad's legs. amazing. And were they your own legs on the Instagram <laughs> post? You just, did you just kind of like Photoshop them off? They are amazing. <laughs> well, it's a kind I of thing. Them. I got them for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> they are incredible, aren't they? What, what when your I was legs. in my swimsuit? Yeah. I know. Well, I mean, that was Charlie that took that photograph. I did make sure that she was quite low down in the ground, to be <laughs> fair. And when I did see it myself, I thought, mm, I'm doing myself a few favours there, I have to say. <laughs> That's the legs taken care of, the chin's taken care of, yeah, and everything else. It was a pretty good photograph, as everyone commented on. Amazing. 
No, it was quite funny because uh, so anyway, it's a photograph of me in a swimsuit jumping doing a star jump, and Charlie, sort of twenty, said, um, "Right, okay, let's just look at it. Um, have you shaved? <laughs> Get your priorities right, because there'll be those that hone in, in the, on the photograph." <laughs> well, and she was like, you know, zooming in on my groin. She said, "No, I think you're all right." She says, "But do you want me to airbrush it for you just in case?" I said, "No, nah, no, nah, it's fine. Just let them go, let them grow." I mean. This is when, when you get to this age, I said to you, you're quite pleased that your body can still grow stuff. Do you know what I mean? I know. Well, and also, well, that's very true. But we talked about star jumps in an earlier episode. So get you doing your star jump, albeit I with know. your costume on. I know. I know. I know. I know. And there was nothing There was nothing in there at all. Um, so did you have a lovely Christmas? Yeah, I had a lovely Christmas. It was uh, very quiet. Uh, just Stephen and Alex and I. Um you didn't do any jigsaws, did you? I did get a jigsaw from Lisa, oh. who's in New Zealand in the sunshine. And actually, you can't really see it, but I have started it. I am bloody loving it. So there's snow here. How can you love a jigsaw? There, no, stop it. It's stop snow. It, stop it. There's not on just now because I've only got in the door. Blazing fire, glass of wine, jigsaw, happy as pig in shit. Oh, Karen. I mean, I am prepared to accept that a jigsaw might fill in like a, a, a quiet afternoon, but you can't love it. You cannot love a jigsaw. love it. And what I do love getting for my Christmas, birthday stroke Christmas at this time of year, um, books, real books, so that you're not got the Kindle. You've actually got real books. So I'm reading Mayflies at the moment. And oh, I'm I've actually read that. Oh, hi. Yeah, it seems to be good. It's actually on the television mm. this week, I think. Um, right. And I'm, yeah, and I'm sort of going between that and then, oh, just going back to Jigsaw. So I'm kind of like between both at the moment. Love it, love it, love it. Anyway, it's not about me, it's about you. And I just want to ask did you get any lovely presents at all today that you would wish to discuss? Well, I have only opened one of my presents because we're going to go out for dinner tonight and I thought I'd leave it till later. And that is a present that you gave me. Um, <laughs> And it's the only one that I've opened. Uh, I've brought it with me. So it's a book called Don't Hold My Head Down. I've not heard of it. Now, I love books, so we couldn't call it an extravagant present, but it is a thoughtful one. It's even more thoughtful, thought-provoking when you start reading it, Kay, and you see what it's about. What is that about? No, I'm going to leave that to you to find out. I have read it, and... uh, Let's just say that I'm sure Tracy Cox enjoyed it too. Ah, is it a sexy book? Have you got me a sexy book? book? Yeah, and I read it myself first. And then I thought, this is the one for Kay Adams. Does it have pictures? No, it doesn't. But it's got actions in it that you can actually follow through. So read it and then say, Ian, what are you doing tonight? Can I show you a good time? <laughs> I have Did you to like say, my card? Did you open my card? No, I haven't opened any cards yet. Oh, actually, the card's probably better than the present. Oh, is it? Just think oh. about that when you open it. Okay, all right. Okay, that's really selling it to me. Funny enough, our, our own personal sex guru, Tracy Cox, I saw something she wrote in the paper today, and apparently uh, New Year's resolutions, one of the things you've got to do is learn the wheelbarrow position. Do you think you and Stephen would fancy that? I just take back to three. You were an early starter. Uh, no, on sports day. Oh, God. And you never got beyond three steps on that. So I think the wheelbarrow's out all round. Uh, well, today, um, 
everyone in charge. I can't believe I'm actually saying these words. So uh, we've got some lovely emails in as usual, but then you have got a whole load of emails that are basically asking questions, aren't they? And for yeah. some bizarre reason, I've said that you could do that. So, um, well, I just read some of the other emails yeah. we've got and then it's, it's over to Karen. <laughs> yeah, I have some questions for you. And I've also organised a bit of a surprise, which might feature two of my new celebrity pals, very same Jean Moore and Nadia Sumala. You didn't think I'd let you off lately. Oh, my God, that makes me really, really nervous, I have to say. Anyway, this is a lovely email from Anne. She says, happy birthday, Kay. Uh, How to be 60 is brilliant. Don't stop. I'm learning so much on this journey. I've got 23 months to go and hearing aids get collected next week. But she says, I'll give the pen kit a miss. (laughs) (laughs) I've had so much fun over that. (laughs) I don't know anyone that actually knew about it, aside from Tracy. (laughs) I must tell you, this is so funny. I was at the Panto before Christmas uh, and a friend of mine was there um, who will, well, he won't remain nameless. His name is Billy. Um, and he came up to me and I totally, this co- totally coincidentally said, have you heard of Peloton? Peloton. Uh-huh. And I went, yes, uh-huh. And he started to sort of snigger. And I said, "What? what's the joke? And he says, apparently Prince William loved it. <laughs> I said, Billy, what are you talking about? He said, Peloton. And then his partner said, it's not Peloton, it's pegging. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Julie Thompson says, hi, Kay and Karen. I've come listening to your podcast. I'm now listening to them from the beginning. I've just got... to the podcast which discusses how to celebrate your 60th birthday and I thought I would tell you about mine. Have you seen the lovely photograph attached to this? Oh, yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, so Julie says, I spent my 60th birthday renewing my wedding vows after 25 years of marriage on a beach in the Seychelles. Just myself and my husband, Paul, we wrote our own vows. It was truly magical, the best birthday ever. And now 63, absolutely loving life. I realise I'm in a very fortunate position to be able to do the things that I do both financially and health-wise and intend to carry on doing them as long as I am able. Um, and she also says, thank you very much for the podcast. It makes me laugh. Hoping it won't stop when Kate reaches the big six. Well, we've got news about that later. We'll tell you later what our plans are. Um, but that's lovely one. It's a fabulous photograph, it is isn't it? Gorgeous. Gorgeous. It gorgeous. Is. So. And then one more from Linda, which is, after listening to the Tracy Cox show twice, Wow. Uh, yes, I had to approach my husband and start the conversation about us, capital letters. <laughs> I thought she actually meant the US. I yes. thought it was spoken about America, but no, she <laughs> says us. I worked it out in the end. She says, began with talking about memories from the beginning when we both lived with parents and used touch as a si- silent pleasure. Turns out that he's having erection issues. So I told him how much I missed him and things have developed from there. Now I just have to persuade him to talk to doctors to check there aren't any underlying issues. Thank you and Tracy for giving me the confidence to start the conversation and hopefully things will just keep getting better and Isn't better. that fantastic though? It is. It is. I love getting that email. And I have to say, and I hope you don't mind, I sent it to Tracy um, because I thought she would appreciate it too. And she sent me the loveliest email back. She was so pleased yeah. to get that in. So um, that yeah, was really lovely, wasn't it? I think that's so lovely that actually, however, I mean, I, I know that however we deal with 
things in this podcast. We have had serious uh, talks. We've had a lot of frivolous, shitty chat at the beginning of the day. <laughs> but isn't it lovely when you think actually something that we've said, that you said, that somebody else has said, has actually impacted on somebody's life and they've done something about it and it's it's working out. I know, I know. Amazing, isn't it? I know. It's so, it's so nice. It is so nice. Um, podcast at htb 60 dot com is the email address so now karen mckenzie i've got dinner booked tonight they're taking me out to a surprise restaurant so get cracking what you got from me half an hour tops i know well i'm amazed that you've you've actually handed over the reins to me key first of all how does that sit with you because i know how controlling you are (laughs) how does that sit it's not easy i've got to say that to you and it's not easy but I'm, I'm, i'm it's part of my journey is is to let go let go so I'm handing over to you right well I'm going to go easy in the beginning but I want to know like of all the guests Kate first of all that we've had now we've we've asked for emails uh, and we've got some emails coming from listeners so I'm going to go through them as well but I want to know some things myself as well I guess I'm asking which guest has made the sort of biggest impact on you or made you think you know really sit back and think about your life well, um, funny you should say that about, well, I mean, I've found everyone really interesting in terms of talking about their life, but in terms of how that reflects on mine, and I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, and I, I don't know if she'll hear this or not, but um, Jenny Eclair, of whom I'm a huge fan, and she makes me laugh so much, and she's got a great podcast herself, Older and Wider, um, which is well worth a listen, um, but I remember when we were speaking to um, to Jenny, she was expecting her first grandchild. And at that point, she was sort of helter-skelter, um, you know, in terms of a career, still very focused on her career. It's that whole thing about climbing, climbing, climbing. Um, and she was still very much in that headspace that I thought, gosh, that's the headspace that I'm in. And she was talking about you know, the baby that was going to come and she was still going on tour, so she probably wasn't going to see the baby much, blah, 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 blah. Um, And I remember coming away from that podcast thinking, hmm, I'm not sure that I want that for me. Not talking about grandchildren particularly, Mm -hmm. just talking about just staying in that mindset forever. I feel that I've got to kind of change my priorities a little bit. And obviously, you know, I'm, I'm not being judgmental about Jenny whatever she wants to do is entirely up to her but um but I have noticed funnily enough um obviously the baby has come along and I'd love to speak to to Jenny about this and hopefully we can get back in the podcast to, to talk about it um that you know she's putting out little tweets about the baby and baby seats and and how you sort of feed the baby the baby needs a sippy cup blah 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 and I'm just looking at these and I think I think this yeah. has probably changed her yeah. quite profoundly. Yes. Um and and I it gives me a warm fuzzy feeling. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice. That's good. So big impact on you and made you think about it and now you see things are possibly changing for her. And we're in that trans transition with you as well, possibly. Because and also, Kate, I think I want to ask about now I know that you talked about it in your podcast. You know, in your post today about happiness and you've got Ian, you've got the children, you've got sunshine, but I suppose, um, yeah. So what is there anything in addition to immediate family that makes you happy or what, what is it that you, that makes you happy? 
It's a company of people, isn't it? And, you know, when I was younger, and even now, you know, you'll see, like, posts and news stories and conversations about loneliness. Hmm. Um, and that's not something that I have ever particularly feared, because I'm fortunate that I've never been in that position so far. But, you know, I'm realistic about getting older. And now, I I would worry, if I'm going to go back to being worried, I would worry about... In, you know, years to come being lonely. I can't rely on my kids, you mm-hmm. know, to be to be my friends because they've got to go and live their life. You know, they're 20 and 60. A lot of people my age, their kids will be, well, your kids are mm-hmm. well away, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't rely on my kids. Um, you know, and, um, you know, Ian and I have got a really good relationship. Hopefully we'll still stay healthy, but he's got his own life, I think. So maintaining friendships, making new friendships, making new social connections, um, I think that is going to be the most important thing for me. And that is what makes me happy. I mean, it's funny, Charlie would just mentioned today, she'd seen some posts with Cristiano Ronaldo that his wife had bought him some super duper Bentley convertible car. Um, and, he, you know, he put it on social media with a ribbon wrapped around it. And you think, is that really going to bring you that much pleasure? Mm-hmm. I mean, things just don't bring me pleasure anymore. Is that right? Material things? No, just they Seriously? don't. No, do they? Do they bring you? Uh, I wouldn't mind a nice car. I wouldn't break down in the nine anyway. <laughs> that would be quite <laughs> nice. <true. laughs> well, I suppose it's like yeah. So that's interesting. What makes you happy? But and and I guess if you're successful, that makes you happy. And I guess I suppose I'm thinking in your eyes, what is success? What do you think? Success consists of. Do you know what I mean? Well, funnily enough, sorry to bore on about Strictly again. Um, I promise I won't talk about it next year. Well, I don't really promise, but um, you know, obviously I was disappointed when I got booted out first, etc. And I felt like a failure. I really did feel like a failure. I felt awful for weeks, really bad. Um, you know, I, I just felt it was a confirmation that I was old and past it. Um, and it really kind of it really got me it really got me Um, and then you get over it Christ there's worse things happen you know people are suffering real hardship at the moment I'm very aware of that but if I'm being very selfish and self-obsessed it really did hurt me Um, but when I did the final one and they were very kind to me and they gave me a little spot in the group dance and I came out my fancy pink dress and everything Um. And I never, ever watch myself on television or listen on the radio or whatever, which you should to be professional, but I don't because I just can't bear looking at myself or listening to myself. Um, and But I watch that video a lot, lots and lots and lots of times, actually, if I'm being honest, which is going to make me sound terrible, isn't it? But I just watched it and I thought, do you know what? You're all right. Oh. You went out there. You Fantastic. gave it a go. Fantastic. You were cacking yourself, but you still did it. And, you know, just I was able to tell myself I had done okay, Um, which I don't really think I've been able to do before. Um, So that's got to be success, to be able to tell yourself that you've done okay. Yes, actually, that is something. I suppose, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that is a, a massive personal achievement. And as you say, you're cacking yourself and you did it and you're able to watch yourself back and think, you know what? 
I'm actually, that's good. I'm well. It was fine. You know, it was good. I mean, Christ almighty, it didn't turn me into a dancer. I'm still not, you know, I think I'm realistic about that. But I was able to watch it and I was able to say, you did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't need other people to tell me that I had done okay. And because when originally when I got booted out first, I suppose I was embarrassed that what people would think of me. You know, I was kind of humiliated, I suppose, because I was worried that other people, oh, God, look at that poor sad old cow who's been booted out first. It's strange because if it had been somebody else that that got booted out first, as you call it, and they were saying the words that you're saying, you'd be saying, what are you talking about? You know, it's great that, you know, you can advise somebody else, but you can't take on your own advice. Yeah, but I mean, that's standard, isn't it? I mean, we all do that. I mean, I have that conversation with my daughter and she's 20 when she says terrible things to herself. And I say, would you ever say that to a friend? And she goes, no. I said, well, why are you saying it to yourself? So I don't think that's an age thing, is it? Yeah, no, it's not. So that's a personal success, absolutely. And in other ways, do you think earning over a certain amount of money is a success? Like is successful. Do you know what no, I mean? Do you no. think you have to? So, in terms of you working, and I know okay that in an earlier podcast you said that you were going to totally cut back on your evening work. Maybe I think I can't remember whether you said eight o'clock at night or, but but and I wondered how that would sit with you because I wonder whether you relate money to success and how much. No, you- I- I used to. I really used to very directly. I couldn't deny that. Um, but gen- genuinely, that has gone. I mean, security is something that's important to me. Um, and I would worry about, you know, being impoverished, um, you know, in my older age. I, d- I don't think I'd want that. I'd like to live comfortably. But like I say, I don't have any particular love of material things anymore um i don't particularly like i mean even these i've got i've got a pair of training shoes on that i must have had for 25 years and ian looked at them today and said oh, right, they, God, stink. Got to get, they do he said you've got to get a new pair of training shoes and i actually don't like buying new things i like old things so i don't need money to buy stuff but i do like money to sleep easy at night you've got a date for getting your tattoo yet uh, no, but I'm definitely going to get that tattoo. I'm definitely getting the tattoo. It's going to be over 21. I've, I've done a bit of research of uh, tattoo artists in Glasgow. If there's mm-hmm. any listening, get in touch. Um, just trying to work out where I put it, whether I put it on my inside of my wrist or yeah. maybe down, down the side of my arm. Right. I don't know. Right. I don't know. It depends whether you want to have it covered up or not doesn't it because if you wear a watch you don't know if you wear a watch then that could easily be covered up by a watch whereas if it's on your other arm and it's almost like halfway down your between your wrist and elbow yeah. then it's obviously more uh people visible yeah visible yeah what font as well okay that's think? important not comic sans <laughs> apparently <laughs> Oh, apparently, okay. So I want to ask you one little thing and then I've got another couple of things. Um, okay. What do you think your mum would think of the podcast, Key? That's a good question. Oh, she would hate it. Oh, she'd, she'd hate it. Yeah, she'd hate right. it. Because of the age yeah. thing. Because of the age thing. Yeah, no, she, yeah, she, she would never have changed on that one. She'd have hated it. 
<laughs> Isn't that interesting? Sorry, Mum. Now, I have some surprise questions for you. Hi, Kay. Well, should I say Hattie Hattie Kay? I've got a question for you. If you could go back to your 18-year-old self, what advice would you give you? Love ya. Happy birthday. Oh, is that lovely Judy Love? Yes, it is. Oh, God, Judy, I love Judy. She has taught me so much, that woman. Judy Love is a very wise woman. She's a very funny woman, but, oh, my God, she's a very wise woman. Um, Judy Wise would be another good uh, name for her. Um, But on this occasion, I'm going to say I wouldn't say anything to my 18-year-old self because I, I am a real believer of you've got to go through it and you've got to learn the lessons yourself in life. You know, and particularly having a daughter who is 20 and we talk a lot and I do kind of share my experiences, but I have realised that you've got to live them. You've got to live your life and you've got to come to your own decisions and make mistakes and, you know, follow your own path. And it would be lovely to think as a parent, wouldn't it, that you could help your child avoid pitfalls mm. that you can see you can see oh god don't go down that road yes. i don't think you can no. i don't think no. you can yeah no. i think no. as a parent you can just stand there and say right i'm here to catch you ah. but yes no but, that's fair enough fair enough right next okay we all know you've told us many times that you love to dress up for ian and um you know to spice up your alone time <laughs> What would you say is the look that Ian loves best? <laughs> Denise Welsh. <laughs> she, oh, my God. Denise is going to come on the podcast. Uh, oh, brilliant. Early next year. She's the group to it. Um, oh, she's a witch. Um, oh, right. Let me think, Denzi. I'm going to say something just to shock her. Um, yeah, Daisy Dukes and a push-up bra. <laughs> Oh my god, my mouth's open now. <laughs> it's just a private joke. God, I think we should move on. Kay Adams is Carol McGiffin. I have a question for you. How old are you, really? We know you've been lying about your age for years and years and years. So why should we believe you now? 60? Excuse me? I've seen your legs. They are not the legs of a 60-year-old woman. <laughs> so come on, just come clean. And happy birthday. <laughs> is that McGiff? It is. It is. I'll tell you what, Cal McGiffin is uh, my main rival for the title of legs. I tell you, she's got cracking legs. Um, she bloody knows what age I am. Yeah, I am no. born the 28th of December, 1962. And you have got amazing legs. Right, I'm going to leave it at that. Any other questions? Let me just see. Hello, Kay. It's Christine Lampard here. I have a question for you. Um, I love how you interview and I'm really intrigued if there was ever an interview that was probably quite serious, but you couldn't help but internally laugh and you really had to hold back the laughter during that chat. And I'd be really interested to see how you handled it. And of course who you were interviewing at the time. So I look forward to hearing your response on that. Oh, lovely Christine Lampard. Um, well, yeah, funnily enough, I, 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 I don't know if there are many examples that you've caught me on the hop, but 
The one that I probably can't think of is that famous interview when I interviewed Margaret Thatcher. It wasn't in the interview, um, but you have to do things called noddies just to help with editing. So you have to sort of just oh, yes. ask in, inane questions, you know, of the interviewee just to sort of keep the chat going. Um, and I remember she'd just returned from a visit to the Falklands and I asked her, have you been anywhere interesting on a holiday recently? And then I realised what I'd done. And I was sort of thinking, oh, no, this is so embarrassing. What response? I, I, we, we probably haven't got time to discuss that, but that is one for, oh, my God. Christ. Bloody hell. Oh, Jesus. Great. Hey, Nana. Happy birthday. It's Frankie. Um, my question to you is, now that you're 60, do you think that you will finally get a new water bottle? Just asking for a friend. Um, hope you have a lovely day. Oh, Frankie. Oh, my God. Uh, Frankie is the only person in the world that I will allow to call me Nana. She calls me Nana. Can you believe that? Yeah. Um, I, I wondered who this was when she came on. <laughs> Nana. What kind of a funny relationship have you got, Nana? Oh, I love Frankie. No, Frankie is a germophobic and I've got this water bottle. I'll show you. I carry it everywhere. And on the bottom is a piece of bubble gum. Oh, yeah, that's right. That is gross. That, is that gross. has completely oh, fossilised on the key. bottom of my... It's been there about a year and a half. and. It freaks Frankie out something awful, so I just shove it in her face every time I see it. Oh. So, no, Frankie, I'm never, ever going to get a new water bottle, and I'm always, always going to keep the chewing gum on the bottom. Here it is. Oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. <laughs> Next. Happy birthday, Kay Adams. It's Colin, your former colleague, friend, and mentor. So my question is, I did wonder, given that you'll be in reflective mood for your 60th, if you think that you will change your approach to work uh, or you'll try to change your outlook on it. Uh, so you're very hardworking, very ambitious, competitive, I think. Uh do you plan to change that so that you can enjoy life more? Or do you think that elements in your, your DNA? Oh my God, that's that's loaded from somebody who used to be your boss, isn't it? Your boss indeed, mentor <laughs> and boss. Competitive, ambitious. No, I don't think I'm going to change. I can't change, can I? I mean, because the thing is, my work really matters to me. So I'm always going to, it's always going to matter to me. I, I can't think of anything worse than doing a job that you don't care about. And I think if you stop caring about your job and you don't want to do it to the best of your ability, you shouldn't do that job anymore. That's fair enough. But ambitious, maybe it's ambitious with how much you can cram into your life and you are going to cut back on that. Yeah, maybe I'll change on that. But in terms of my attitude to my work and my approach to my work, I don't think that's ever going to change. I think that's fair enough. I think that's fair enough. Right, Key. Happy birthday, Kay. It's a very croaky Jane. Well, aren't I croaky? Um, my question is... Obviously, you're very proud to be Scottish, but if you couldn't be Scottish, what other nationality would you choose to be? And I want you to answer in the accent of that nationality. Has Jane been on the gin? Oh, that my God. A, She's on something anyway. Wow. That is such an un-Jane Moore question to ask. I mean... <laughs> Are you happy that you've got Jane Moore because you're her biggest fan girl? Well, there the... might be something to do with that. 
It was good. Um, I, I can't get over that. It's such an un-Jane uh, question. Um, I would like to be Spanish. Oh. Because I love Spain. I love the Spanish people. And I'm learning Spanish on Duolingo. So let's hear a wee bit in Spanish then. Uh, hang on. Uh, I would like Any to... Any accent, God, I have not to think... just in a Scottish accent. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. I would like to be a Spanish. I would like to be... Oh, I can't do How that. How long have you been learning chances. Spanish for? <laughs> I only do five minutes a day on Duolingo, but I'm getting there. Well, happy birthday, Miss Adams. You didn't think it was going to happen to you, did you? 60, how wonderful, how wonderful, how wonderful. So listen, over our very long friendship, we have always had the argument about fun. You say it's overrated. I'm always looking for more fun than I've already had. So I would like you to give me at least five different ways that you are going to have more fun in your 60th year. (laughs) Oh, my God, I can just feel how much you hate me for this question. Come on, Kay. Five different ways you're going to have more fun in your 60th year. Oh, my God, Nadia Sawala, I hate you for that question. I absolutely (laughs) hate you for that question. Um, Oh, my God, am I going to have fun? Um, Okay, I'm going to get... Drunk. No, I'm not going to get drunk. Well, that's not fun. What am I going to do to have more fun? Um, help me, Karen. How can I have more fun? But it's interesting that you're struggling with this. You know, I, I do have fun. I, I do have fun. I'm going to spend more time with my friends. I'm going to spend more time with my friends. Mm-hmm. I am going to cut back on work. I am going to go places that I've always wanted to go. Name um, one place that you want to go that you've not been. Istanbul. Istanbul and Tel Aviv. I really want to go to Istanbul and Tel Aviv. Um, and one more oh, thing, I'll have more sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to answer. You know that was a, that was the last thing I said. <laughs> Does that mean it gets December <laughs> next year? <laughs> okay, I don't think you've done badly. I think you've been. Uh, I think you've answered quite honestly. Thank most you. of it, most of it, but I think we'll be bringing some we'll in future podcasts. I think all it says it remains to be said is go away now and have a brilliant dinner tonight with the family. Thank you, thank you, thank Enjoy. you. And thanks for organising all of those uh, questions. That was lovely and very, very unexpected. I had no idea that you'd done that, so thank you. Thank you so much. That was really good. So, um, yeah, we are going to carry on the podcast. Um, so I hope everyone is happy with that. We're going to have a two-week break, I think. We're going to come back on the 20th of January. So we're going to come back on the 20th of January. Um, we're going to have a little break just to regroup because Karen is determined to get her picture on the front of the um, podcast graphic. So we need a bit of a break to do that. Um, I think Robson Green is going to be our first guest, which is very exciting. As I say, we're going to speak to Denzi Welsh. Carol Vodeman's also agreed to do it. If we can track her down in a camper van, I think Shane Ritchie's going to join us. So we've got a whole list of really great people coming up. Yeah, Excellent. A great year ahead. A great year ahead. A great year ahead. So, um, well, Happy New Year to you when it comes, Karen. 
and Happy New Year to you, Kay. And I'm looking forward to seeing the changes. Next year, I've already seen some changes and I look forward to seeing and hearing about the rest, including that tattoo. Maybe I could come with you. Uh, anyway, so we'll see you on January the 20th. <laughs> I might have it by then. Yay! Yes. Oh, Happy New Year, Kane. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. And we'll see you on the 20th of January. Bye. Just before we sign off, I haven't forgotten about all the questions that you have sent in by email for me. I'm not trying to <laughs> evade them, I promise you. Um, and if I can persuade Karen, we might put out a wee sneaky extra before the 20th with all your email questions. So uh, look out for that one. But in the meantime, bring on 2023. Bye.